What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? It's been a lot cooler out here in the Bay Area since we last spoken. So, I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'm very excited to share the story with you guys tonight. You know, sometimes when we want to end a relationship... Uh, we want to take the easy way out. You know, it's easy just to send a text message. But in this story, we find out that sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes people can be dangerous to get rid of. The new girl in class smiled at me as she sat down across the aisle. Her grin was a little crooked, revealing dark, red-stained teeth, as if she had just been drinking fruit punch. I'll admit, she seemed a bit weird right from the start. She wandered in halfway through the semester, causing the teachers in my high school a lot of grief. During every lesson, She was confused, as if whatever school she had been to previously wasn't up to par. Regardless of that, Hilda attended class every day and sat right next to me. We shared glances back and forth across the aisle, and I got the impression she liked me. Then one day she passed me a note, asking what I thought of her. Being a 16-year-old boy, a few romantic prospects I passed it back with a picture of a cartoon wolf howling at the moon she burst out in laughter after that we were inseparable she started coming over to my house after school and I introduced her to my parents we went to the movies together and watched TV in my basement We made out on the couch down in the darkness of my den, listening carefully for my mom's creeping footsteps coming down the stairs. We dated for a few weeks before I began getting a little freaked out by some of her weird habits. She hit it pretty well at first, but after a while, things started to add up. Wasn't any big problem, just lots of little things. She collected my hair. That was weird. She gathered up bunches of it from my brush, and I caught her stuffing it into her pocket one day. When I confronted her about it, she just denied it. The other strange thing was that I was never allowed to go over to her house. She said her parents were very religious and would never let her have a guy over. But when I dropped her off at night, I would see strange flashes of red and green light glowing through the windows from inside. And once, I could have sworn I saw someone levitating 
hovering several feet off the floor and screaming at the top of their lungs, looking terrified. But when I looked back at the person, he was gone. As if I had just imagined it. She wore strange jewelry as well. Upside down crosses and pentagrams. Weird symbols made into necklaces and rings. I asked her if she was into Wicca. But she just looked confused and told me she preferred comfortable furniture. It wasn't just those things that made me break up with her. My friend Greg told me this other girl Sarah had a thing for me. And I have always thought she was smoking hot. In retrospect, I should have been nicer about it. I would have called Hilda at least to break up with her. But instead, I just sent her a text saying it was over. She called me two seconds later, bursting into tears when I confirmed it, it was real. She asked what she had done wrong, and I told her it wasn't her, it was me. But she didn't sound any happier about things, and just kept asking why I was really breaking up with her. I started to get impatient, and we ended up bickering back and forth for a while. After 30 minutes of arguing, I told her what I really thought, what I really thought of her, and the actual reasons why I was breaking up with her. Big mistake. The crying stopped suddenly, and I heard the sound of a dial tone. After we hung up, I felt a stabbing pain in my belly as if someone were driving a knife into my abdomen. It got worse and worse until I doubled over and I was soon laying on the floor of my living room, howling in agony. I let up after a while. After a few long minutes, and I groaned with relief. Getting up from the floor on wobbly legs, I got a text from Hilda a moment later. The message included a picture displaying a strange looking home doll with wispy strands of human hair protruding from its head. The face on it looked like my face and there was a needle being driven into the doll's belly deforming the soft fabric with its sharp point. Another takes came from Hilda. Sore tummy? She asked mockingly. I began to type in a message with shaking hands, begging for her to, to forgive me and telling her I didn't mean what I said. I just needed some time alone. Bullshit, she responded. Now you're leaving me for Sarah. 
before I could type anything back, I felt a searing pain in my belly again. But this time it was much worse than before. I looked down to see blood pouring out and dripping to the floor, forming a puddle around my feet. Another text came through, and this one was a picture again. It was her cutting the doll's plump belly open with a serrated knife, peeling back the fabric to reach inside. The phone dinged again with another message and another picture. I had imagined there being white fuzz inside the strange figurine like any other stuffed doll would have inside. But instead, there was blood with bits that looked like tiny organs floating in it. I felt as if a hand were reaching inside of me, pulling on things and twisting my guts cutting and hacking with a knife. Surely enough, the next picture she sent showed her clutching a chicken liver or a kidney in her hand and another showed her squeezing it into juice, chunky pulp. On my left side, it felt as something had burst and I screamed as the warmth of blood filled my insides. My guts felt like they were being twisted and pulled for a few long moments. But then the sensation stopped and I was left gasping for breath again. Down on my knees, although I didn't remember how I got there. I sent Hilda a text with my trembling hands, missing the buttons and taking five minutes to get it done. But finally, I managed to finish the message and sent it. Please take me back. I'm sorry. It was all that I could think of to do. It was the only way to get her to stop hurting me. I'm coming over, she replied a moment later. I'll see you soon. With a pit of dread forming in my stomach, I sent her a response saying that I couldn't wait to see her. I just hoped that she could fix whatever she had done to me, using the magic of her strange little doll. When she arrived at my door, a wave of relief washed over me, seeing that she had brought the doll with her. Maybe she did intend to fix me, I thought, and a hopeful grin spread at the corners of my mouth. Thanks for coming over, I said. So, will you take me back? Can you fix me? Hilda seemed to consider this for a moment. Then she shook her head. No, she said. Nobody can fix you. I just wanted to watch this part for myself. And with that, She produced a small pocket knife and began to cut long gashes going vertically 
down the doll's face, running across the eyes and popping the tiny sewn buttons which were attached there. She dug the blade and twisted it, sending pieces of the doll flying through the air. Not so handsome anymore, she said, as blood began to pour from my cheeks and my eyeballs burst open, spilling intraocular fluids which ran warmly down my chin. I don't think Sarah is going to be interested in you after all. Everybody, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you like the stories. If you like to read more stories like this, visit Reddit under Jordan Group. Very big shout out to Mr. Jordan Group. Until next time, stay safe and be careful when you're breaking up with people. (laughs) 